This week's episode of Golf in the Commonwealth is presented by Four Craft Cocktails and their new Transfusion Canned Cocktail. The original golf cocktail, Four's Transfusion blends premium vodka with ginger, grape, and lime to create a refreshing, ready-to-drink beverage on or off the golf course. Visit fourcraftcocktails.com to learn more or order online. That's F-O-R-E craftcocktails.com. Must be 21 years and up. Please consume responsibly. I'm Chris Lang for the Virginia State Golf Association, and welcome to this episode of the VSJ's Golf of the Commonwealth Podcast. It's Thursday, July 14th, practice round day here at Independence Golf Club for the 2022 State Open of Virginia, presented by CapTech. The 54-hole championship begins bright and early on Friday morning, with the first groups of three starting at both number one and number 10 at 7.30 a.m. Want to keep up with all the action? Be sure to visit stateopenofvirginia.com to find live scoring photos, recaps, and more. That's stateopenofvirginia.com. You'll find more about the tournament's presenting sponsor, CapTech, at the State Open website as well. CBS 6 in Richmond will broadcast second-round action on Saturday and final-round coverage on Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. on both days. Coverage will be simulcast in Bristol, Charlottesville, Roanoke, Lynchburg, and Norfolk. Check your local listings if you live in one of those areas. Also, be sure to follow both the VSGA at VSGA1904 and Middle Atlantic PGA at MAPGA underscore this week on social channels for tournament coverage. I had a chance to catch up with several competitors, both professional and amateur, before their practice rounds on Thursday, including the defending champion Evan Beck and last year's low professional Mark Lawrence Jr. Those interviews are coming up next. Thanks for listening to this episode of Golf in the Commonwealth, and now on to our guests. All right, we're here with Mark Lawrence Jr., who was the uh, 2020 State Open of Virginia champion and uh, runner-up last year in low professional. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so, so how, how, how's your game been progressing? I know you had a little bit of the wrist issue and everything. What's, what's uh, going on with that? Um, the wrist is better, so I'm able to play now. Um, my game is – it feels pretty good. It's, it's not, uh, not maybe as sharp as it was last year just based off how much I've been able to play. But the game feels good. I've been – playing a lot the last you know a couple months and trying to get it as out as I can could you just take take us through what the actual wrist issue is uh so I have two nerve clusters that have worked in between carpal bones I got another injection about a week ago to sort of mask any pain for the time being um I'm gonna have surgery after Q school this fall they got a kill the nerves and then they want to there's a ligament they want to tighten up so okay um how does it really affect you when you're playing um as long as it's not hurting it it's no effect once it starts hurting it's just i mean i if it starts really hurting i wouldn't be able to play but because of the shots and everything that i'm able to play and i'm fine so it's really doesn't really make any difference when i'm playing now how kind of frustrating was it to have it happen right after you got some corn fairy status and everything through last year's q school yeah it was it was tough just you know missing the first half first two-thirds of the year really that's never what you really want to have happen but you know i played well last year unfortunate with the injury but there's i played well enough to prove to myself that i can do it again and do better next time so 
yeah, what was that experience like going through that that grind to get there and, and, and make it down to the final? Yeah, it was a it was a long, you know, a couple months, a lot of work, um, a lot of pressure, but it was fun and I really enjoyed it. So I'm just looking forward to the opportunity again. Are you exempt into any stage at this point? So you have no. to start from the beginning again? Yeah, I started first stage. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are the biggest things you're trying to do to prepare for that? Um, I guess play tournaments, just get more reps since that's – I feel like that's, like, the most beneficial thing you can do is just getting more reps because it's hard to replicate tournament golf just playing. So just trying to play tournaments, you know, work on little things in my game, try to get them a little bit better, um, just – a lot of it's just working on like my mindset and my approach to everything. So, how many tournaments have you had a chance to play this year? Uh, I've probably played, I don't know, six ish. I don't know. Okay. Um, what are your expectations going into this week? Obviously, you had a really good run here last year, and you know and love this golf course. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, you know, set expectations to start the week. I just want to, you know, go out there and try my best. It's like a big thing that, like, uh, I was fortunate I've been able to work with Dr. Rotella, and a big thing that I need to get back to doing is try my best, not try my hardest. Uh, there was a stretch the last month and a half, two months, where I, since I've been back, I've been trying my hardest, but I've been trying my best, and it reflects in how you're playing, because you start, you know, putting too much effort into little things where you need to just relax and let your your natural ability just do things, so... How underrated is the mental aspect of the game? I mean, it's 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 more important than anything else. Once you get to a certain level, everybody hits the ball the same. So you just gotta gotta have a better mindset, you know, decision making, stuff like that. All that really pays off. Cool, man. Well, appreciate you joining us. Best of luck this week. Thanks. Good to see you. Thanks. We're here with Dick Best, who is a PGA Life member and uh, competing in this former PGA Tour Champions guy too. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, just tell me about, uh, I know you're the oldest player in the field. Uh, we talk about this every me. year. Yeah. What keeps you going and motivated to come play in events like this at, at, as you continue to get older? Well, I've competed all my life. You know, I've been playing professionally since 1972. And, uh, you know, it's, it was my life. And I enjoy competing. Uh, played other sports too growing up, but I'm still able to do golf. And... And uh, so the main thing is I love to compete. You've, you're not only just competing, but you're competing well in this event still. You're usually somewhere near the top uh, top 10 or so, uh, at least after the first day of, or first or second day of every year. What's, what's kind of your secret to kind of keeping it going here and competing at a high level? Well, I'm fortunate to have my health. I, I, about seven years ago, I thought I was done. I even bought a set of left-handed clubs because I had back issues. Uh, I hurt myself on a lawnmower, of all things. Wow. But uh, that cleared up, and uh, you know, I'm, I feel about as good as I have in a long time. So as long as I feel good and can, can move it, uh, you know, I'll, I'll continue to try to compete. Yeah. Speaking of competing, you and your son, Jacob, have, have uh, competed really well this year. Um, just kind of take me through that. You've won a couple of events in the MAPGA uh, circuit, and how satisfying is it to be able to play with him and compete with him? Oh, a lot. Uh, you know, Jacob uh, and Josh, two of my sons, I have six. Uh, caddied for me quite a bit when I was playing on tour and and the Champions Tour as well, and so uh, it's it those two in particular also turned pro and and uh, one's in the Marine Corps now, but 
But anyway, it, it, it was very satisfying to play with uh, Jacob this year. He's always been kind of the fifth or sixth man on the Liberty team when he played for Liberty University. And uh, he's really improved, I think, from teaching and uh, being at Poplar Grove Golf Course. And, of course, I'm the director of instruction there. and He's the head pro. So he tells me where to go and when to show up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which is different. So he's your boss, right? Yeah, there, there you go. go. Um, you know, uh, how much are you teaching up there these days? Uh, I'm there every week, and uh, if I'm not competing, I'm there, and I call the students I work with, and and we get together. So it's it's fun. It's kind of a transitioning uh, into into that, uh, and and I enjoy it. What are your kind of expectations coming out here this week? Well, if I don't get in contention, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> I mean, when I say happy, I mean I'm going to be content with whatever happens. Uh, but uh, I'm playing well enough that, that I should be able to get in contention. What's going well in your game right now? You know, I'm probably driving the ball better than I ever have. If there's a weakness, it's been driver, and I keep the ball in play a lot better than I used to. Uh, you know, I say, hey, if I can't learn at 70 and all I've been through, you know, what, what are these teenagers? I mean, they're... You know, they're practically professional before they get on the tour anymore, you know. If they're learning, why can't I learn more? Yeah. and that, So I try to keep getting better. Awesome. And how, how cool is it that Jacob's going to be playing with uh, Brandon Seip, who is a 13-year-old in the field? I mean, oh, is crazy. he? I didn't know that. Yeah, crazy. we got a 13-year-old, and we've got right. you at 70. Are you 70 or 71? 71. Okay. I mean, just the spread of, of ages is kind of phenomenal here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and the, and, the, and the young kids are so much better than in my day because uh, – both athletically, they're trying to, you know, they get workouts and the right kind of workouts. And then the, the amount of competition is the main thing. You know, that I played with a young man that was uh, 16 years old. And I said, how long have you been playing? He says, you mean tournament golf? And I said, okay. He says, since I was eight, 20 tournaments a year. So he was homeschooled and could do that. And that's what these kids are ready to play the tour when they're 20 years old. Well, best of luck this week on uh, competing with them, and uh, thanks for joining us. All right, thanks. With the humidity across the Commonwealth where it is, and so many water coolers still not out, you need a drink that's cold and refreshing. An easy go-to can be the new Transfusion canned cocktail from Four Craft Cocktails. Four's Transfusion blends premium vodka with ginger, grape, and lime to create a refreshing, ready-to-drink beverage on or off the course. Visit fourcraftcocktails.com to learn more or to order a four-pack online. That's F-O-R-E craftcocktails.com. Must be 21 years and up, and please consume responsibly. All right, we're here with the defending champion of the State Open of Virginia, Evan Beck. Evan, thanks for joining us. Sure, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, just t take us through last year, kind of the memories of, of, of winning this thing, t 10 years after you won it the first time. Yeah, um, love independence. Uh, Giff and his team have done an incredible job with everything. I, I remember back when I won the first time, the greens were bent grass, and I think the, the new Bermuda greens are fantastic. Um, just driving in this morning, the place looks very, very lush and in incredible shape. Um, but winning's always fun, and I have a lot of family in Richmond, and they were able to come out and watch and um, came down to the wire. It was just a, a very exciting uh exciting time for me yeah and that shot that you hit the the approach shot in i mean that was obviously what about about four feet 
maybe on 18 yeah on 18 yeah, to like win it four or five feet yeah and uh mark had a putt to make birdie as well not much i guess i don't remember how far it was but yeah just barely missed and um yeah i was fortunate to to make birdie there it was that was cool as a competitor, how exciting is it to be in that sort of situation in the moment to know that you've you've got to execute, you've got to hit almost a perfect shot to give yourself a chance to win. Yeah, that. that's I think getting back into amateur golf. That's like the the thing that I missed about playing. I wasn't playing a ton after I'd stopped playing many tours and um, professionally for a while, and I I really missed the feeling of having a chance to to win. It's it's hard to describe. Um, Putting yourself in those positions to try to hit those shots when they matter um, is, I think, the best part about golf or, or any sport, really. Well, speaking of winning, you, you're coming off that win at the Thomas Invitational and, and uh, making it to the semifinals of the VSG Amateur. Just, just take us through your season so far and what's been going well and, and whatnot. Yeah, no, uh, game's progressing nicely. Um, I feel like I'm in pretty good control. I have a better understanding of what I'm kind of doing um which has been good and been able to play in maybe like one or two probably one tournament a month leading up to the summer and played those two in june and i got this in the uh eastern next week so um i'll probably stop for a little while so um but yeah everything game feels good and excited to be back at independence I understand you shot 59 the other day at uh, princess anne i did yeah. yeah that was a special day so brinson my Brinson Palini, uh, well-known Virginia golfer, uh, my best friend growing up, um, was back in town from Charlotte, and he wanted to play, so we got a tee time. We played with him, the head pro Matt Liebler, and Robbie Bradshaw. He's uh, a really nice player um, as well, also a member of Princess Anne. And, um, 11 birdies, no bogeys. Um, made eight in a row from 5 to 12. And didn't know what my score was and, and looked at the scorecard on 18 and realized I just had to make a par. 18's a, a par 5. And I had 260 and decided to just lay up to try to get it in the, <laughs> get it in the house. Because Brinson and I had, had been close like several times and something would go wrong like on the last two or three holes. You're like, just, you know, and I was just trying to trying to get it in. So it was cool to get it done finally. I mean, the, the record is still, he, he shot 60, I think, in 2011 and I did it in 2012 and the, that's been the records for 10 11 years so it was cool to to do it and to have those guys with me it's fun is it hard to describe what it's even like to me to be in a zone like that eight straight birdies I mean, yeah just... like I was saying like I didn't know it, it's pretty infrequent um, for me I'm sure some guys that, that uh, do this for a living get into it a lot more but um, it's it's weird you you're kind of aware, at least in my case, I'm kind of aware, I know that I'm playing really well, and you almost don't want to look at the card to like wake yourself up out of it, so, um, and I did kind of wake myself up out of it on 18, but I felt like I had to, to at least know where I was, if I didn't know if I had to make an eagle or a birdie or, or what, I just know it was close, so. What are your expectations coming into this week? Um, I'm really excited to play. I. Uh, like I said, I love Independence, um, love the State Open. I think it's the best tournament that the, the VSGA puts on all year. And um, just happy to be here, seeing old friends. It's always fun to come to, to VSGA tournaments and, and see all my buddies. Awesome. Well, best of luck, and thanks for joining us today, Adam. Cool. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Appreciate it.
All right, we're here with David Stanford, who is uh, one of the guys that has won both the Junior Match Play and Junior Stroke Play Championship for the BSJ, and now now is at Virginia Tech. David, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Um, just it's, where, where's your game right now? We haven't seen you in a little bit, and yeah. uh, just wanted to kind of see where your game is. I mean, it's good. Uh, I struggled a little bit during the college season, but I've been working hard this summer. Um, I didn't get out to the, the stadium this year. I went to the north-south instead. Uh, shot 72-71 on minor number four and minor number two. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to be here. I didn't get to play here last year, so I'm kind of excited to, to get out here and show, see what I got. Yeah. What was that transition to college golf like for you? I mean, it's it's definitely different because you're not on your own schedule anymore. You're, you're running on whatever your coach has to tell you to do. And I mean, you've got to balance living on your own, figuring out college itself, and you're in a whole new environment. So it was tough, but I had a ton of fun my freshman year, so I really enjoyed it. Um, you were kind of in and out of the lineup, it looked like? Yeah, I times. played in about half the events. Okay. Uh, what did you kind of learn about yourself going through that experience? I mean, I learned that I really got to learn how to work time management. That's kind of, if I had to give any advice to anyone going into college, that would be the key thing. I mean, there's so many distractions in college. There's so many things that can take your eye off the ball, and you just really got to hone in on that. And I mean, I had some swing issues at the beginning of the year, and it was tough being away from my swing coach as well, uh, but I've been working hard with him this summer, so I'm seeing some progress. Yeah, what kind of issues were you having? Uh, basically, just things I've had going on the whole time. But you know, throughout my junior career, I've, I've always backed out of the golf ball and kind of flipped my hands. And we've been working on a swing that requires less timing with the hands. Okay. And we were kind of in transition between the old swing and the new swing right as I was going into college. And so not being able to see him constantly, like every two weeks or so, that was that was tricky. But what kind of expectations do you have going into this season now that you've got that first one under your belt? I mean, I have extremely high expectations. I'm playing really well right now. Um, I've, I've got the experience out of the way. You know, there's no first tee jitters, we'll call it anymore. So yeah. I'm pretty excited for this season. That north-south uh, experience, what was that like? I know that's a, a pretty elite tournament with yeah. a lot of elite college players. That was that was pretty cool. Um, I think I missed match play about, by about two shots, but the courses were very long. I mean, 7,200 yards, par 70, just extremely challenging. But, I mean, I feel like I showed that I could handle them pretty well. Uh, just my long irons were what was holding me back there. I mean, just couldn't get it close enough to the pin with, you know, five and six irons. So. Gotcha. Um, how, how often have you played independence? It's, it's actually been a while. I want to say it's been at least two years. Um, I mean, I always did the Michael Breed here. I did that for two or three years. And uh, Other than that, I don't think I've... I mean, I came on my visit here to Richmond, but that's the last time I was here. So. Okay. How does the course uh, suit your eye? Uh, pretty well, as of the last time I played it. I mean, I think I might have lost in a playoff at the Michael Breed. Um, but... I don't know. We'll see. I'm a whole different player than I was a couple years ago. That's so. true. I, was right. I think you had a top 10 at Ballyhack, right? Yeah, at I one did. Point I got career, seven so. at Ballyhack. Gotcha. So. Um, obviously, a different venue. You're in a different place yeah. uh, with your career and everything. What kind of expectations do you have on, on yourself going into this week? I mean, I'd love to win this thing. Um, you know, I've got the junior match play. I've got the junior stroke play. Might as well try and get the state and state open eventually. So. Yeah. This would be pretty cool. Yeah. What, what kind of things do you think you have to do to, to put yourself in that position? Personally, with my game right now, I mean, I'm putting unreal at the moment. Um, I think for me, it's going to come down to my iron play. Um, my, my wedge to like, let's call it eight or nine iron is pretty solid, but if I can hone in that seven to, to five iron range, I'll be money. Awesome. Well, best of luck to you this week, man. Thank Thanks you. for joining us, David. Yeah. Good to see you. 
Thanks again to all our guests for their time on this episode of Golf in the Commonwealth. Again, to follow all the action from Independence this week, visit stateopenofvirginia.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, so long. This week's episode of Golf in the Commonwealth is presented by Four Craft Cocktails and their new Transfusion Canned Cocktail. The original golf cocktail, Four's Transfusion blends premium vodka with ginger, grape, and lime to create a refreshing, ready-to-drink beverage on or off the golf course. Visit fourcraftcocktails.com to learn more or order online. That's F-O-R-E craftcocktails.com. Must be 21 years and up. Please consume responsibly.